Hey, you're listening to Let the Sunlight In. I'm your host, Jenna Ashley, and here we talk about the importance of intentionality in our daily routine. Come, pull up a chair to the table, grab some coffee, and let's dive deep into the mundane, the daily rhythms of life, and open those blinds to let the sunlight in. Hey, I hope you're having an incredible day. I'm sure you noticed that there was no episode last week, and that is because I never want to just put out an episode, and maybe this is too personal, but I feel like at this point, you're my best friend because I share everything on here, but I felt didn't feel like the Lord laid anything on my heart to share, and I don't want to put out an episode of this podcast just to say that I put out an episode of the podcast every week. I really want to be intentional, which is what this whole thing is about, intentionality, but I want to be intentional with what I bring to the table here. And I just did not feel like the Lord laid anything on my heart to say. So today I want to talk to you about communication. I want to talk to you about being intentional with how you communicate to yourself, to others, And kind of where this stems from is I was laying in bed one night and I was thinking about marriage and thinking about communication and how just in today's society, we're in a text-driven world. We are behind a computer screen, writing a social media post. We are on our phones texting our friends or our husband or whoever it may be. And we are so used to shortening everything. And what I mean by that is, for example, we text somebody something in the least bit of words to get across the idea, right? We say LOL instead of explaining why something is funny. We shorten everything. We condense it into a text and we send it and hope that at how what we're communicating is portrayed in the way that we are wanting it to. And I think since society has been so text driven, that it's actually become part of our everyday one on one face to face conversations, and we may not even realize it. What I mean by that in an example is, let's say that I really wanted Ryan to go on a date with me, like I wanted that time that one on one time with Ryan. And I never said anything to him. And so a month goes by and every day I'm like, in my mind, Ryan, I wish that you would just plan a date. I wish that you would just plan a date. And that bitterness begins to dwell within me. I have not once communicated that to Ryan, but I'm like, man, he's my husband. He should want a date with me. Why hasn't he done this? Why hasn't he asked yet? And then it just starts festering and that bitterness starts swirling inside of me. And one day that volcano erupts and I'm like, Ryan, why do you never ask me on a date? Why haven't you planned a date in two months? Why, why, why? And Ryan's like, wow, I've been busy. I didn't know that's something that you wanted to make time for. And I'm sorry. I know that we have went on a date before and Tom just got away from me. And Ryan's blindsided by this fact of the thing that I've been thinking about every single day for two months now Because I never communicated that. I just, in my mind, had that expectation put on him. But what if I didn't do that and I stopped months ago and I said, Ryan, hey, I really think that we need one-on-one time. I would love it if you would plan a date for us. And just left it at that and allowed him to plan the date and ask me. But 
be forthcoming of that's what I need from you. That's what I'm expecting of you is you to ask me and to plan a date. I think oftentimes, especially in marriage, we just want our significant other to know what we're thinking and to know what's in our heart without even saying anything. And that gives them no chance to meet the expectations within us. We can do it with our friends, right? Maybe we have a friend group and that friend group you know, went bowling and didn't ask you. And so instead of saying something and kind of confronting the the situation, you just let it fester in your heart. What if you over communicated and said, hey, I really felt left out when you went bowling and you guys didn't, um, you know, didn't invite me and I would love to be invited next time. Now, does that take humility? Absolutely. But being humble is such a gift and it allows these, those people to come back and it allows you to open that door of your heart and allow those people to come in. And many times what they will say is, oh my goodness, I thought you were invited. I'm so sorry you weren't added to the group text or whatever it may be. They can apologize. You allow them to come into that hurt place and next time they invite you. But what happens if you don't say anything and you don't communicate is you continually to not be invited not be invited because they don't even know you wanted to be, right? They don't even know that they, that you were left out. They don't know that that's something that you wanted to do. Maybe they thought you were busy and so they, they didn't invite you to bowling because they thought that you already had a prior commitment, right? So the lack of communication, the lack of over communicating is there and it's causing those issues in relationships. I see it day in and day out. We do not take the effort to communicate what's inside of us, what hurts inside of us, what we want to do, what's fun. What if you over communicated how much your friends mean to you? What if you over communicated how much your husband means to you? What if you over communicated? And it goes back to one of our episodes where we talked about never suppressing a positive thought. What if we didn't do that? What if we made it a point to not take this text-driven world into our everyday vocabulary and we over-communicated things. How much would that change? I'll give you a really personal, practical situation in my own marriage where this happened. It's super vulnerable and this is something that I actually caught on to not too long ago, but there's this thing that Ryan does and it gets on my nerves. He knows this. But we were talking about why does it get on your nerves and what can we do for it not to happen? And it's when we are doing something and maybe he's asking me a question and I say no or yes or whatever. And the answer that he's expecting from me is different than what I give. He automatically says, why? And that's it. He just says, why? And it eats me alive. (laughs) One, I think it's because I spend all day with a three-year-old who also asks me why about every single action that I take. And so by the time my husband is also doing that, I'm just wide out. And I'm like, okay, I cannot take another why. And that's part of it. But also part of it, when I really dug deep into this, it is because when he was asking why, I took it as he's just offended and wants me to switch my answer to match what he wants it to. What he thought he was communicating is why wanting to dig deeper and understand me more and understand the situation. And so what we came to the conclusion of is instead of just saying why, he explains why he's saying why. So let's say it's like, hey, Jenna, let's go to the pool today. 
And I'm like, no, I don't really want to. Instead of just saying why, he could say, why don't you want to go? Are you feeling bad? Are you, you know, and really dig deep into what he's trying to communicate to me instead of just the one word why and then the one word answer that I am giving him and explaining my answer to his question before he even says why. Really using our words to fully communicate what we are feeling about a situation and it has changed the game. It's actually one reason why I'm recording this episode right now because it happens over and over and over again in friendships, in marriage, in work relationships, in our children. If we can over communicate with our children, do you know the fruit that is produced from that? You are teaching your child to communicate better unlike this world, but you also are explaining yourself and your child is learning so much. I've noticed that with Ava Grace. Instead of just telling her no, I explain why I am telling her no. No, you cannot use the scissors without mommy because that could result in you really getting hurt. No, you can't. Instead of just saying, no, put the scissors down, right? I'm over communicating. Why am I telling her this? Why am I steering her in this direction? I over communicate what we're going to do for the day. And that has really helped her. Hey, this is what you can expect for today. This is what we're going to be doing. This is why we're going to be doing it. And does it take more time? Does it take more effort? Yes, but every relationship in your life is worth the effort to dig deep and really communicate what you are feeling, what your expectations are. And I know that takes time and I know that takes a pause of, well, what really do I feel? Why am I frustrated when he says that? Why Am I upset? What expectation do I have that I've not yet communicated? That takes some really digging deep sometimes. But I promise the fruit of that on the other side is more fruitful relationships, more intimacy, more intimate friendships, and really being able to understand each other and to support each other and to really come alongside each other and live this life a different way than what our culture suggests today. And it's so amazing when you really dig deep and you will realize how little you've actually been communicating when in your mind you're communicating every day with everybody around you but actually you aren't you are just halfway shortening how you feel shortening your expectations to get that communication as quickly as possible to the other person instead of really taking the time to communicate what's on your heart challenge you today to slow down and think of the people that are closest to you. What expectations have you not verbalized? What bitterness do you have inside of you or hurt do you have inside of you that you haven't actually communicated? Why is that hurt there? Is it actually some part you because you haven't communicated and you have those unmet expectations because you haven't actually gave the person the expectations to even be able to meet the expectation? Or where in your communication can you elaborate more of why that that person is meaningful to you, what they're amazing at? Where in your life can you communicate better with the ones around you? I want you to take some time today and I want you to dig deep, dig deep within yourself, dig deep within those relationships and pinpoint it to how you can better elaborate, how you can better express yourself. And I know for some personalities and different personalities, it's harder than others. 
But I want you to just negate that and say, I am going to be intentional with the way that I communicate. I'm going to make it a goal to over communicate, to be intentional with my words, with expressing myself, with expressing how I feel, with expressing what I need, with expressing those things. I'm going to be vulnerable with those closest to me and say what they mean to me and say how they've hurt me and open up dialogue to a really fruitful conversation, I want you to agree to that today. And I want you to take that time, whether it's five minutes, whether you have an hour to sit down and write some things out and just see how fruitful it really is when you start to over-communicate. And what you're gonna find is that you have lacked communication in so many areas. And it's just because that's what our culture teaches us. But we're going to be intentional with going against what culture teaches us and get those fruitful, more intimate relationships that are such a massive blessing in our life. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. Go over communicate today with somebody. I pray that this has been a blessing to you. If you enjoyed today's podcast episode, I would love it if you would scroll down and write a review. Thank you so much for listening and we will talk soon.